0: welcome back to episode 7 of address unknown we are finally back in australia so let's get caught up Still Mark, and we are still Jonica. Mm-hmm. A couple of weeks ago, we left the beautiful country of New Zealand. We flew back to Australia, Brisbane to be exact. Brisbane is the capital of Queensland and sits on the Brisbane River.
1: Bris Vegas. Oh yeah, also as, known was Bris Vegas. Yes, or Brisy because everything has to be shortened. Um, we're still not sure why it's called Bris Vegas, except for there's a lot of strip clubs, but bris vegas
0: aside from that fact yeah this Mm -hmm. is true Mm -hmm. we thought it would be nice to have a little bit of city time after all of the nature extreme sporting time you did extreme
1: sports i drank a lot of wine i mean you drank wine too you did both i just didn't extreme sport i didn't want to jump off a high thing and you know tempt fate
0: if you will we arrived in the evening we ended up settling into our airbnb and got some rest before heading out for the next day of exploring. This time we stayed in the neighborhood of Spring Hill, which is just south of Fortitude Valley.
1: Yeah, and it was a very lively neighborhood once again. If we're going to be in a city, we want to be in the city, right? We're not going to stay on the outskirts. So lots of bars, lots of restaurants, very easy to walk to many different things, which is great.
0: Yeah, served as a great base for our Mm -hmm. purposes. Mm -hmm. It was close to everything, as Jonica said close to Central Station so we could get the train out of the city when need be. A little little hub for Brisbane, if you will.
1: Yeah, right off the river, all sorts of transit. We speak a lot about our love of the transit system within Australia's cities. We want to be close. Yeah, we do. So that's what we did right off the bat. We found a 7-Eleven where we could purchase a go-card. This is Queenstown, so every different state seems to have a different version of their metro card and what you need to use a different app. So, you can use this on all forms of public transportation within the city. You did have to pay a $10 deposit for the card, which at first I was like, that's kind of steep, but we were told that if we turned it in, we could get it refunded. So, after that, we headed to the other side of the Brisbane River, then where we were staying, to go check out a couple of museums. First was the Gallery of Modern Art, or GOMA. There was one exhibit that was titled Gone Fishing, which featured artworks by the First Nations people. They were very focused on, on local artists. so. There were very cool displays of fish traps, spears, nets. Obviously, all done with a very artful take. It also showcased works of art that are going that were about the rising and warming seas, and water contamination, and the struggles faced by traditional landowners. So, a lot of this art was pretty heavy. Yeah,
0: um, yeah, it was. It was interesting because you right. You said it was. Um, Modern, for mm-hmm. the most part, mm-hmm. right? So this is not old art. But second of all, it was First Nations people that were doing the art who focused politically on some of the issues. That yes,
1: occurring. yes. A lot of issues that pertains, obviously, specifically to them, their land being taken over. Very similar to what happened with, with the Native Americans. Um, but it was, like, very charged, politically charged artworks. Uh, but it was very interesting to see and learn more about the history of this country through the art. They're building out this new show that was going to open in December called Fairy Tale. Check which it out. looked very cool. Yeah. We won't be there, but if you happen to be in Brizzy, maybe go check it out. After that, we walked a very short distance. The cool thing also about Brisbane, how it's laid out is all the museums are like bop, 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 all right in a row. So you don't have to go very far if you're wanting to check out some art or some history. And so we walked to the Queensland Museum. Mark decided that he wanted to scare me, showing me all the things that could and might kill me in Australia
0: i thought this would be a learning experience for both of us frankly Mm. i thought listen we we know there's sharks we know there's you know box jellyfish reptiles there's jellyfish there's there's nothing like in the states that will kill you like a bear or
1: mountain lion
0: yeah yeah nothing like not predators per se but like there are certainly animals primarily insects and reptiles that will kill you so i said lots of snakes yeah so i said let's do some research let's go and identify might be problematic for us. Right, right. And, and the Natural History Museum was perfect for that because it has all this taxidermy and samples in drawers and in glass display cases. So we saw every taipan possible. Taipan's a poison, the most poisonous snake in the world.
1: I like blacked it out. I don't know. I just know they're scary and they're huge and they're brown. That's it. And literally every single thing that I think is moving on the ground, I'm convinced now it's
0: one of those and it's going to kill me. And and like they never, like, no, they're they're never found. And like we're
1: walking with very heavy feet everywhere we go.
0: But, but there was like, you know, there was all these spiders that were three inches in diameter to like one inch in diameter. And it turns out the one that's half inch diameter is the most poisonous. Like, Mm -hmm. so we wanted to see that. We wanted to see some tree frogs that were poisonous. Stay away from that shit. we saw like a big saltwater crocodile that had been taxidermied. Mm -hmm. You could look it up on the internet, but you could read in a book, but I thought, let's go see the real thing. So that was my purpose for bringing you there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it scared me. It definitely scared me and now, like I said, every single time we turn a corner when we're on a hike, I scream, Mark is like, Look and I think it's something that's it's It's all to birds and lizards
0: to be fair so yeah. far.
1: After we got our culture on, we walked back to the Airbnb through the Queen's Street Mall on the way. So this is very cool. It's a pedestrian promenade that is lined on both sides with stores and mall after mall, like malls.
0: They were canals of malls, they like went in and down. Down, it
1: kind of felt like Asia in a way, if you've ever been to like the the big shopping centers in, in any like big Asian town, but malls are still alive and thriving in Australia. It was Friday night, so we went out and grabbed some dinner in Fortitude Valley so we could experience some of the nightlife after we were done eating. We popped into a few places. I was starting to get hopping, but of course, knowing us, we ended up at the Beat Mega Club, a huge gay bar with many, many different rooms, many different stories. It was a maze. We got lost multiple times. Uh, There's DJs, there's drag shows. We saw a part of the drag show. It was okay. But again, we, we have a high, high bar, I feel like, for drag shows and this one was not even in the top ten, but it was still really fun.
0: Yeah. To it wasn't, go and it wasn't witness. I don't I don't wanna say subpar.
1: It was there.
0: Just it was there. Yeah. Yeah. After a night of checking out Brisbane's largest gay club. <laughs> we got up and jumped on the City Cat Ferry service to cruise the Brisbane River. This you just
1: you gotta love the name too. The City Cat. There was also cat. the Kitty Cat, right? Yeah.
0: Yep. Mm. Yep. And these are catamaran style ferries and you can bounce between these different points in the Brisbane River. And there's there are points of interest. Like you want to go to them. We were using it for a sightseeing, which a lot of people do. We couldn't figure out per se if yeah. they're free or is not. Is it free or not? Yeah. And the reason we couldn't is because the website for it, the City Cat said they're free. You can hop on, hop off. And the guidebook we have for Australia said they are free. Mm. You can hop on, hop off. So we hopped on, and we were not charged, and no problem. There A was lot no, of people did. Yeah. There was nobody indicating you had to.
1: We didn't have to tap our go card.
0: Yeah, exactly. Then we got off, and we then had, were told we had to tap on mm-hmm. and tap off. So we, we couldn't figure it out. Either way, it's affordable way to see the city. You get to go under several of the city's major bridges, which in Brisbane, these are elaborate very nice like different architecture for each one which is cool Mm -hmm. um and there's actually
1: 15 of them
0: 15. there's actually one being constructed right now to kangaroo point we also made another stop to eat street which is in the hamilton neighborhood this is roughly 45 minutes from where we were in our airbnb central brisbane Mm -hmm. um eat street it's, it's this is a very cool it's not a tourist attraction but i'd say it's a very cool Local attractions slash tourist attractions. Yeah. Think of a I mean, timeout market. We, yeah, if you we will. read
1: about it. Yeah. But it definitely seemed like a, there were a lot of locals there
0: as well. Yeah. Eat Street, it's an outdoor weekend food market made up entirely of shipping containers. So it's we're talking in a land that's outside the main district, mm-hmm. fairly unused and would have been valueless if it wasn't for this concept. Yep. So you have 75 vendors. They're decorated differently. All are offering different sorts of drinks there's bars there's food um there's also a lot of like different stages throughout this this entire yes plaza. lots of
1: entertainment
0: so you have djs you have i was very excited to see some fire dancers huh. um we had some great calamari oh my god i was so good and unlike when you know u.s calamari which is like the, the fried like rings. not
1: breaded not fried not like the little weird tentacles like Really good strips, long yep. strips of calamari. It was amazing.
0: We got Jonica's new favorite, which is French fry on a stick. It's basically Ugh. a spiraled French like, potato turned into a, like a, mm-hmm. a French fry. Mm-hmm. And we had some dumplings. And then finally, Jonica splurged, Ugh. got a little gluten-free donut at the end of Which was night.
1: really good. It had really good texture, I will say. And it's super cheap. Like, it was like 6 Australian dollars to get in. I mean, granted, the food and stuff obviously is
0: not that cheap. Um like any one of these markets you go to Timeout Market or like uh Chelsea market. Yeah. So you go there and you're like, Great, this food's more expensive than if I went to like
1: a restaurant or whatever. But it's the experience. There were tons of people. Like Mark said, there was tons of different performers. Um, I don't know, it started to get extremely busy as as it got later. And so we're like, All right, let's peace out. We have eaten our fill of all of the food and so let's uh let's let's go back
0: yeah we headed back take
1: the ferry back
0: headed back to our little neighborhood spring hill
1: yep so the next morning it was raining um which is fine it's going to it's spring here but we decided you know what we got to get out we got to explore so we headed out and we made our way to another botanical gardens because we had read that there's what we thought was going to be a farmer's market uh, it was not that. Instead, it was again another, like a bunch of food trucks and food vendors. So we didn't need to do that again. So we just wandered through. Um, but the botanical gardens looked beautiful. Had it not been pouring down rain, we would have spent some more time there. It was a massive garden. It was again free. Eventually, it started to rain really hard. So we decided to find a place to eat lunch hopefully the rain would die down and i wanted to get to the queensland art gallery which was the last museum that we had not seen yet
0: of the campus of Of the campus again
1: on the other side of the river right next to all of the other museums and i loved this museum i thought this museum was super cool modern art again with a focus on australian artists One artist, I can't stop thinking about this. I'm like, how much would it be for me to buy one of her works? But Fiona Hall, she created these hanging sculptures from soda cans and sardine canisters. And she had cut them and dented them and shaped them all to have some sort of like plant or tree or flower. Local native
0: flora. On top, yep.
1: And then down in the sardine can below... It was body parts and sexual organs, genitalia, if you will. Yeah, boobs.
0: This was very, very interesting piece, and like it was, it was not just one or two. It was you'd find like twelve of them all mounted on a wall. Visually, it was a sardine can rolled out as though the sardines were uh, exposed. They've been eaten. And then you saw the genitalia mm-hmm. lower and upper let's, all
1: different parts
0: let's say that men and women Men and women mm-hmm. and then you had this and, and there were different tree species and plant species and, and flower flowers. species from there mm-hmm. great great piece of artwork yeah we couldn't afford it but great piece of
1: artwork. oh i thought they were so cool yeah and these little teenagers walk by and they're like uh sardine can that's not art <laughs> not And i was like uh if you look closer you actually would see that it was art i thought it was super cool one of my favorite things Another thing, we went outside, there was a really beautiful garden. And we, I think we posted about this before. I don't know that we talked about it necessarily in the, on the pod, but we are being stalked all over Australia by the dandelion fountains. So there is one in Loring Park, those Minnesota people. And, you know, we learned that the person that made the one in Minnesota basically ripped off the artist, the Australian artist. Well, Mary
0: Horsch told us this. She did the research Mary, on it because yes. she saw his post about and it. And
1: Megan also sent me an yeah. article as well. So, yes. The guy, Mary and, and Megan. The
0: artist had, who, who duped everybody with the one in Minnesota had mm-hmm. come to Australia,
1: saw, seen the dandelion, the mm-hmm. and then
0: gone back to Minnesota. Replicated. Yeah, and replicated. It. Yes. And you saw more at this museum.
1: Yes, yeah. So this one had, I think, eight smaller ones, which were really beautiful. But again, we were like, oh, my gosh, there they are again. And we actually talked to the people that worked at the museum about them. We're like, we don't know. They're here and they're in Minnesota. Like, what are the chances? Um, But it was really, really fun to to see a very cool museum. Highly recommend it. And uh, again, free. All the museums that we went to are free and so then after that it had stopped raining we walked back to our neighborhood we stopped and got a drink at the wickham which was a very historic hotel that also was turned into a gay bar so once again i think we were kind
0: of staying in the gayborhood anybody else seeing a pattern here <laughs> so let's switch gears from the uh the art museum and get into the melbourne cup the Melbourne Cup is the equivalent of the Kentucky Derby in the U.S. Everybody dresses up in floral dresses with um, what's the, the
1: fascinator?
0: Fascinator. The little fancy hats. Men wear their linen suits, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So we thought we should take part in this thing. Um, but and-
1: let's just clarify: the Kentucky Derby takes place on either a Saturday or a Sunday. I'm sorry, I don't know which one, but it's definitely a weekend. This a was on a. Sunday. Tuesday. So Tuesday at 2 o'clock. Tuesday afternoon. So just we, casual. Everyone just stop what you're doing and go watch a horse race.
0: So the first question that came to mind was, who's working here? If they're all going to the Melbourne <laughs> Cup at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on Tuesday. What we were told later on, you know, foreshadowing here, was that it used to be more popular and bar, like bars would open up and businesses would shut down. Mm-hmm. That was the thing mm-hmm. that has changed in, in recent years. So it's not as popular. But there were still people out. Yes. We went to a, a bar in our neighborhood. Um, it was the least expensive, if you will, of all the like packages you could yeah, get. Yeah, we're on a budget. That was that was just me being cheap and being like, I don't want to spend that much money on this. I so, agreed
1: with you, though. I was like, all we right, let's go watch a horse race. And hopefully we can watch the ladies in their garb, like, yeah. prance around. and. Uh,
0: so we went in with some high hopes. We did. And we thought this place is expecting a big crowd.
1: There was a step and repeat.
0: But oh, That's right. Yeah. Right. And there was, there was a woman walking around on stilts, dressed up as like a fairy,
1: a half naked fairy. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So, so we thought she had a
1: flower parasol for some reason.
0: It was, <laughs>
1: it was something,
0: it was maybe a little <laughs> over the top for the amount of people that were in the, in the, in the, bar, oh my God, there, in was the hard,
1: there was hardly anyone there. That's okay.
0: Yeah. It was a fun afternoon. We had a great time. We watched the horses. We didn't bet any money, we, so we didn't lose any money. No. Um, everyone around us was betting, because mm-hmm. people knew what was going on. Um, we we sat next to a woman and her husband. The woman had a fascinator. She was real dressed She so.
1: did, yes. Yeah, she was very dressed up. She was the only one. Yeah. I, I thought that I would be the only one not dressed up, and it turns out she was the only one that was dressed up. But, of course, they were the ones that sat down next to us and started talking to us. Yeah. Lovely afternoon.
0: Good times had on Melbourne Cup Day, changing gears, or... Mm-hmm. we went the next day is our last day in brisbane our last day and the weather in brisbane didn't really pan out while we were there to be fair it, it, no we couldn't predict that but it wasn't great until the last day
1: the last day ended up being perfect
0: yeah so we ended up taking a ferry
1: well a train to a bus to a ferry
0: yep to north stradbrook island or so, Stratty. Stratty. As or Stratty.
1: North Stratty. There's a lot of, you know, again, nicknames for things.
0: Everything in Australia takes longer than you think.
1: Yeah. So we first had to go to Central Station, right? And that train was an hour from Central to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Then we got off the train.
0: Took the bus. We got on a bus.
1: Quick. Ten minutes, maybe, right? To the terminal where the ferry was. Yep. And then... It was a 45 minute ferry ride. That's correct.
0: Mm-hmm. right? And once on the island, we wanted to go to the point lookout. So we got on another bus mm-hmm. and that was about 25 minutes. The train uh, was cheap, about seven bucks to get there. Australian. Yep. so Yeah. Super cheap for us. Yep. The mm-hmm. bus was free to mm-hmm. and from the ferry and the ferry was 20 Australian dollars. Yep. So the, the, the actual transportation itself, not expensive, but time wise, you're investing a lot. Yeah. Uh, Once we got to the point, it was beautiful, and we saw our first kangaroos. First and only so far. We
1: finally saw some live kangaroos and a couple of babies. They were very cute. And so I kind of lost my mind a little bit because I've been waiting, and I'm still waiting to see more. Uh, But, yeah, waiting to see kangaroos. And there they were, just eating grass, like deer, but not.
0: Yeah. (laughs) from point lookout, we made our way to the main beach, which had... The softest, whitest sand you ever it, it literally—it squeaked. It squeaked. The, the sand squeaked when you walked. It was so fine, there was barely anyone there, uh-huh. except for some lifeguards and a couple of surfers. We did go in the water, but it was rough. Jonica barely went in.
1: Yeah, I don't really like rough water.
0: I went. I had to check this out. This is the first like blue water I'd seen in Australia. I was going for it. <laughs> um, so we, we hung out for a couple of hours. And we started our journey back to Brisbane as we discussed. This took a while. There are resorts on the islands. It would be great to spend a few days there, I think. Since we're leaving Brisbane the next day, we went back to central station. And as we were told, you could get a refund for your uh, go kart. $10, $10, $10 deposit. So we were like real concerned that the ticket tickets would be closed. Mm-hmm. Nope. They're open 24 hours a day. Don't worry about it. They gave us our $10 back for each card. They gave us the $2 in change extra that we had on our card back.
1: Refunded us everything and that would never happen in New York. Yeah.
0: Screw you MTA (laughs) because every time you buy a card in New York city to use the Metro, it's a dollar, right? And then you lose that dollar. You never get that dollar back. No. And if you're a tourist and you're coming to visit New York and you're like, I put $20 on this and I'd like my $20. You didn't use it all?
1: Mm, Sorry. Never to expect to get the extra money that we had.
0: I rest my case on the card back.
1: Okay. So after Brisbane, we were on our way to Cairns. That's right, it's pronounced Cairns, people, not Carns. But before we get into that, let's take a quick break and be right back. Welcome back to episode 7 of Address Unknown. We just went through our time in Brisbane and we are now diving, literally, into our time in Cairns. From which we departed from, it's been a few days. Let's, mm-hmm. let's be real because we are on the road, in a van. Are, yeah,
0: there's some sound quality issues. We are in a Renault Master, which is an 18 foot yeah, cargo van. Yeah, conversion a, van. A
1: caravan yeah. is what they call them here, and uh, well, we've had no Wi-Fi or put, internet.
0: Yeah, but but just just not to backtrack, but we need to put some photos up of Wanda on the website, which we oh, will do, so people can course. see the van. You get the idea of where we're where we're currently living in podcast. Yes. So
1: that. anyway, we thought we'd be recording this right after we left Cairns. It's a few days after that, no, but no internet. Whatever. Um, but we loved Cairns. Neither of us. It's kind of the first place, which is maybe bad to say. Maybe we shouldn't say that, but like neither of us really wanted to leave. Like we really, really loved it. Tropical paradise. Once we landed, we hopped in an Uber and headed to our Airbnb. Um, there are buses in Cairns, but it would have taken an hour by a bus versus 20 minutes by car, uh, to, from the airport to our Airbnb. So we took a car. Once again, We lucked out and were able to get into our Airbnb early. We arrived there about 11.30, and that Airbnb was actual heaven. To die for. It looked exactly like the pictures, which never, ever happens. Super cute, clean, big balcony with a gorgeous view of the harbor, and it was only $100 a night, so... Very cheap. Which
0: were just for cheaper
1: com- than Wanda.
0: Yeah, just for comparison's sake, <laughs> we did some research in the area when we were there on hostels. And for a private room in a hostel, it was a $100 a night. Yeah. So we were getting a deal. Yeah. And cheaper than the van we're in right now it, as well per night. Yes.
1: Yes, exactly. Uh The location was absolutely perfect. It was a four-minute walk to the Harbor Terminal. It was a five minute walk to the main part of town where there was a grocery store, kind of everything that you would need. So we dropped our stuff and headed out to get some lunch. It was very hot and sunny, finally, perfect weather. We'd been wanting to try kangaroo. We heard a lot about eating kangaroo. And so we got some some skewers of kangaroo as an entree for lunch. Now... In Australia and New Zealand, they call appetizers entree, which makes sense when you think about it, but it's just taking a little bit of getting used to. And mains, obviously, are for your main dish. So I got this amazing calamari and salad. Again, good calamari. After lunch, we went and walked around. We got supplies and chilled. For sunset, we walked down to the boardwalk and could not believe the birds now we're used to them because they are the most beautiful parakeets ever. Larrakeet. Larrakeet, sorry, yes. Uh, and they're, in, they're incredible. They're blue and green and red and orange, but they are loud. And so in Can, they would fly from tree to tree to tree and just scream at each other forever. And then all of a sudden the sun would go down and they'd be quiet until... Again, when it came to sundown the next day, that's uh, that's when they would come back out. Uh, that that has been one of the amazing things. Obviously, both New Zealand and Australia. I kind of, I wish that I was a birder because there's so many birds. The parakeets, the cockatiels, they're absolutely incredible.
0: If you're a birder, this is your place. It's amazing. We had to get up early the next day, so we went to sleep because we were heading out with Steve from Discovery Tours Australia to tour the Daintree Rainforest. The Daintree is the oldest living rainforest in the world, right? This is older than the Amazon.
1: Not bigger, older. Correct, Mm -hmm.
0: correct. And also a World Heritage Site, I may add. Mm -hmm. UNESCO. Yes, Mm -hmm. yep, correct. There were 12 of us on the tour itself, so after picking up the other people in both Cairns and Port Douglas, we made our way to the Mossman Gorge. This is a a rainforest river that comes down. It's crystal clear. It's freezing. Yeah, fresh water, big rocks freezing, little waterfall action happening. I went for a swim.
1: I did not. I don't like cold water. So, I went and took pictures and walked around. I did the suspension bridge, which was a challenge for me, but I did it. Yeah,
0: so overcoming challenges, we, we walked our way back to the bus. Meanwhile, Jonica spotted a Boyd's Forest dragon, which is essentially a lizard that looks exactly like a dragon.
1: Seriously, like oh, Game of Thrones dragon on a tree. I freaked out.
0: After that, we went and grabbed some lunch with the group as well. I had the kangaroo. Mm
1: hmm. Once John- again.
0: Jonica had the barramundi.
1: Yeah, it's super popular. I didn't love it. Not gonna lie, just kind of a white, flaky, tasteless fish.
0: Yeah, I mean honestly, it's my opinion. Yeah, honestly, we we both do like kangaroo. Love it. it. It's it's interesting. It tastes and has a texture somewhere between red meat and venison. The benefits are that it's super lean. It's really high in protein and iron, but over hunted, if you will, here in us. Eventually, right? yes. Yeah. So. Years ago, it got very popular because of these benefits, and the kangaroo numbers started to dwindle. So, they had to put up a cap on how many you could hunt each year. Mm-hmm. So hmm it's
1: like hunting in the U.S., same sort of thing, where it's like, oh, you control- can, yeah, yep. two bucks, and how many, whatever. My brother's going to kill me if he listens to this. Like, I don't know these things. But what, you
0: get for, like, how many you bucks get, you can how get? How
1: many you have to buy the tags and that's how many things you can get and whatever. Same thing here.
0: Yeah, we're, we're as close to bird watchers as we are to hunters, so we really don't know how many bucks <laughs> yeah, you can get. No clue. Uh, but the, the sad part is, as a result of the overhunting, it's really difficult now to get kangaroo in grocery stores.
1: We drove past one butcher today that did, it said that they had kangaroo, but other than that, we haven't seen it anywhere.
0: Yep. We yep. would
1: love to. We would love to put some on the the barbecue and eat it.
0: And after heading lunch, mm-hmm. we did a cruise down the Drain Tree River.
1: Mm-hmm. We
0: saw the rainforest on one side, farmland on the other. In the high season, there's supposed to be more crocodiles. We saw two. We saw yeah. one medium-sized one and a baby. So not, not nothing to brag about, but, but still good.
1: they're freaked out about it. Like, it's, it's a deal there. Crocodiles. Fresh, salt water,
0: they can go in both. And the reason that people are concerned is that we went in the Daintree, where we drove to next. We got to the Cape Tribulation Beach. Yes. Um, Cape Tribulation is where Captain Cook first came in. He actually ran the Endeavor aground in Cape Tribulation, which is why it's like known to be so popular. Mm-hmm. Aside from the history, we took the ferry to get there. You jump in a little
1: short little three minutes. It's like a like a tow rope
0: ferry. Yeah. Yeah. It works just like a tow rope at a yeah, ski hill. Yeah, exactly. And, but you, you can very put cars short, on it.
1: And, but he told us, uh, Steve told us that there's some huge crocodile that sometimes you see when you're on said ferry, but yeah, literally like what, three minutes to cross it. Like exactly. very, very short, but you have to
0: yep. take it. So we got to the other side of this river and on our drive, while in the Daintree National Park, we got to see a cassowary. Mm-hmm. Walked, I did not think we would see one. It walked right in front of the van. I mean it ran in front of the fan. Yes. And and the crazy thing is they're endangered in Australia. There are only four thousand left. These are picture a an emu or an ostrich yep. size bird. Um they're flightless. They look like dinosaurs. They're like they have a, a large bone structure on top of their heads, which is bright red, and which the bird is no all no
1: one knows what it's used for, yeah. the
0: bone structure, which is crazy. So can't figure it out. It's it is these are like prehistoric birds
1: six feet tall. There's very few. They're massive.
0: This bird's frightening because it has a, a six inch claw on each foot, like a rooster on stairways and it can go through metal like yeah. sheet metal and chain link fence and all of this sort of thing. We felt lucky to see it. We got to the Cape tribulation and walked the beach, but there were signs all over that advised strongly that we not go in the water for two reasons. One being box jellyfish stingers
1: stingers it's stinger season
0: the other is because there are crocodiles potential for crocodiles in yeah. this in this area so
1: you get there and it's beautiful yeah. It's it looks like the beach like you're like i'm on the beach the leonardo dicaprio movie for those that don't know but you're there it's heaven on earth and you can and it's hot and you can't go in the water
0: right our our guide steve had a couple stories he talked about entertaining the group on the way up talking about when the locals had gone missing was when they were drinking and went by the rivers and there were crocodiles not mm-hmm. to be seen again
1: yep yep that's it that's that's what happened so you're on this beach you're walking along but you can't go in the water no one's in the water
0: it was a mean trick <laughs> we headed back on our drive to Carnes. cans cans <laughs> very long drive before leaving the park, we stopped at a local ice cream shop. I had the Daintree Rainforest flavor. This was made with lemon myrtle, which is not lemon. But the leaves taste kind of
1: like lemons. Like mm-hmm. lemons. Yeah. The leaves taste like lemons. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, lemon myrtle. It had coconut. It had ginger. It had organic vanilla. It had kale and spirulina. Very green. Very interesting. Yeah. It
1: was like bright green. good. Okay. I had to get the one dairy free flavor that they had strawberry and coconut. Of course, it was not nearly as good as the real ice cream, but hey, I had some.
0: We finally got back to the Airbnb at about seven o'clock at night. This was a long trip. This was a 12 hour day. Um, highly recommend it. We did learn that anything worthwhile in Australia is probably 12 hours. It
1: takes a long ass time. To and from
0: is 12 hours. It's yep. a day trip. No matter where you go to see anything. The,
1: and no matter what, like, even if you had rented your own car, which everyone was like, why didn't you rent a car? Same distance. Same distance. Yeah. And, like, I'd rather have someone else driving for me and, like, explaining things to me as I'm doing it. It's probably a little bit more expensive. Maybe not. I'm not really sure because petrol here is insanely expensive. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Got it.
0: You must do it. Go see the Daintree Rainforest yeah, if you are see. up in that part of Australia. Once in a lifetime chance to go do it. Get it done. Um, we see a dragon. We we will be sharing all the details of the tour, places we ate, and additional photos on address So check it out.
1: Yep, the website gets updated. It has some BTS information on it. If you want to check it out, so the next day was bucket list life goals. We booked a trip to the Great Barrier Reef with great adventures. Something that we learned is that you need to book some of these things way, way, way in advance. Uh, we tried to book a dive trip about two weeks in advance and everything was, was booked. We had a very hard time finding anything. Part of the reason is that one of the main companies in town, which owns a ton of the boats, Was closed for about two weeks starting when we got into town. So, while Great Adventure was fine, it was not a dive specific organization. I think we would have had better diving, don't you agree, with another operator?
0: Yeah, Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, Live and learn. However, it was an incredible day. From Cairns, it takes about two hours to get out to the outer reef. The boat that you take is very large, there's a lot of people on it. It attaches to almost like a permanent kind of floating pontoon, which is a very large deck with multiple levels. It had an underwater observation room. There is a submersible, like a tiny little submarine that people can ride in. People snorkel. And there's tons of other weird add-ons that you can do, as with any kind of touristy thing
0: it was like a disney world of diving i hate to say it that way but that's what this situation was like well, diving
1: was just like one part of it it right. wasn't even like the disney world of diving it's like you could go diving
0: right and most to be to be truthful most of the places in cans that offered aquatic activities were like this yes
1: yeah which was weird i was kind of shocked by that um, I think if you want to, and we should have thought about this, we didn't. There are a lot of places that do multiple night dive trips. Yeah, so if you, you got the go, cash and the
0: motivation, yeah, do that.
1: You go out on a boat, you stay out there two, three, four nights, and you dive like three, probably four dives every single day. Like it's a thing, but it's expensive. It's very expensive. And we were thinking, we're like, we're still traveling. We're still going to go places that the diving is going to be incredible. So at least we can do this. It was still expensive, but a lot included. And we did two different dives. The reef wasn't that deep. I think that was also a learning for us. I mean, obviously, if if there's going to be all that color and all that life, it's not going to be that deep. So our max depth that we dove to was only 30 feet. The great news is, I think we both felt this way, that the reef is doing incredibly well. It's thriving. Uh, I had very low expectations. I just, I didn't want to be disappointed. But everywhere that we've dove, the coral is bleached and dead. This coral was alive and there was huge... Staghorn corals that had new growth, cabbage coral, lots of soft corals, which I've really never seen before, um, and tons of fish, and a number of huge barracuda, uh, a very large, you call it, oh, how do you say it? Uh, Rossi. Yes. Rossi. His name was Wally. He was this huge fish. He was probably like five feet long. Um, and he was kind of, like, their mascot, if you will. Like, he knew the people that worked there. One woman, like, dove down and, like, scratched him. He loved to, uh, to interact with people. Tons of new parrotfish that I'd never seen before. I finally got to see a clownfish. Tons of huge five-foot-plus-long giant clams. Another cool thing that was happening is all the coral was, it was the, the spawn, right? That, that was taking place, uh, which is a great sign. It normally happens between November and December every single year, hopefully, but it's like the water has to be a certain temperature. There has to be enough sunlight and blah, blah, blah. Like the conditions have to be perfect. So, all the marine biologists were freaking out because it was happening and it's just another really good sign that the coral and the reef are... are. Very
0: healthy. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great thing for the reef. It's also a great thing for your skin with a bunch of sperm and eggs floating <laughs> around, just hitting you all <laughs> over the place.
1: It's Exactly. A little, what's cloudy, w- a little cloudy,
0: cloudy water because there was some activity. If you know what I'm saying. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Lower the
0: lights. Turn on the music. That type of activity yeah, happening in the water. Yeah,
1: it's a, it's a protein treatment, if you will. Gross, gross. Um, anyway. <laughs> The it, the funny thing was is because it is stinger season, right? And because there's so many box jellyfish, we had to wear these stinger suits, which are essentially almost like like rash guard, right? Like really thin lycra suits that like they have a a hood and they have hand guards and stirrups like none of your body is is showing. No. You it's not a, it's not a cute it's look. For
0: it's for safety, it's for a reason.
1: Yeah, so you don't you don't die. Because these things will kill you. They are the most venomous creatures in the sea. Um, and so, so yeah. So you have to wear the the stinger suits. Anyway, we left. We arrived back at the terminal at about 5.30 p.m. It was a great day. Bucket list, for sure.
0: Yeah, huge day on the reef. On our second to last day, we booked a boat to Fitzroy Island. A lot of people told us we had to check this out. And they were not wrong we boarded the boat at 8 30 a.m from the terminal and arrived about an hour later we'd rented some snorkeling gear for the day so we got our gear together and headed out for nudie beach this is not a nude beach as we were told don't
1: get your hopes
0: up several times we were reminded (laughs) not a nude beach uh but regardless of that from the pier it's about 15 20 minutes walk through a nice like paved trail through the jungle Beautiful. Lots of lizards, big and small. Huge rocks, massive trees and vines creeping down. I mean, it looked un- it looked very Jurassic Park. It, it, yeah, it looked fake. Mhm. You do have to do a hike up and down. It's pretty, pretty, pretty. You know, it's, it's a-
1: not super easy. No, no,
0: no, not for everyone. No. But once you come out onto this beach, it's like it's beautiful. It's a coral beach, so it's a little rough. It's not the most beautiful like sand, like white sand, it's like not the thinking-
1: squeaky sand. Right. Mhm.
0: But crystal clear water, rock outcroppings. It was beautiful. Absolutely yeah. beautiful. Yep. Yeah. We had our sexy stinger suits mm-hmm. that were provided. Mm-hmm. We got to see tons of blue-spotted ribbon-tail rays. We saw two hawksbill turtles eating off the bottom. Big buddies. Lots of like, new coral, lots of fish. After hanging out on Nudie Beach for a little bit, We walked back to the uh, restaurant on Fitzroy. There's two of them. Mm -hmm. Sort of an island vibe thing going on. Um, There are some resorts there as well. Again, just as we talked about in Australia, if you wanted to stay. I think there's only one resort, actually. It's a pretty small island.
1: Pretty remote. I think it's just the one. There is a resort. Just one. Just one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Forgive me on that one. That's fine. After lunch, we walked to the other beach a little snorkeling there as well, which is right next to the pier itself. Mm -hmm. This was a sand beach, a little more accessible, but still great fish.
1: It was incredible. I mean, this isn't shocking, but I've gotten snotty about snorkeling in the last couple of years since diving, because I'm just like, whatever, you're not going to see nearly as cool of things snorkeling as you do diving. But it turns out that there are just places that you can snorkel and the snorkeling is fantastic that you could never dive. So this water was insanely shallow. Like there's obviously no way that we could have dove in this water. And I was scared swimming through it that we would touch something or hurt some of the coral, but it was absolutely incredible. I've never seen that variety of coral. The fish were incredible. I was blown away.
0: That was like Jonica's Jonica's moment. Her like,
1: I did. I could... freaked out. It was it was so pretty. I freaked out both because I was like, please don't kill anything or get cut kill by coral, and don't kill me. <laughs> and there was multiples of don't kill, but beautiful, absolutely beautiful.
0: So without anything being killed, Jonica or any <laughs> of the coral. Uh, We hung out on the beach for a little bit, continued our snorkeling, and then it was time to head back on the ferry. Back to Ken.
1: Back to Ken. In the evening, we went out for a walk, and there were these huge, 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 huge flying bats. They're called flying fox bats. And their bodies are about a foot long, and the wingspans are over three feet long. So we just stood there. I stood there with my mouth just like hanging open agape and it was terrifying and incredibly cool to see like the sky full of these massive bats just flying around. We left the next morning and we flew to Sydney for just a couple of days and we picked up good old Wanda here that we're sitting in. Uh, our caravan home for the next, uh, well, it's not 40 anymore, but she will be our, she's our home for 40 days.
0: Let's take a quick break before we get into our love and our learn for episode seven. of Okay. We are back.
1: This is probably going to be a little bit of a longer episode. So thank you for hanging in there. But we've done a lot of amazing things over the last couple of weeks. So quickly, quickly, Farber, before we get into your love and learn, how are you feeling overall now that we are, oh my God, I think it's like a month and 10 days or so into this trip.
0: Very quickly feeling pretty good about it.
1: Yeah. You're still excited? Yeah.
0: Yeah, of course. There's nothing to not be excited about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're okay with this? Yeah, yeah. This arrangement? I think,
1: yeah, I think it's good. I think we've we've done a lot. We've seen a lot. I think that Australia has been amazing. We're still going to be here for quite some time, and I'm excited to see what's next after yeah. Australia. Yeah, we're slowing down, which I like. Yes, exactly. Yeah, New Zealand was like a real fast clip, and this is we've learned to take some days and know that we don't have to do things every
0: single day, so right. it's good all right babe all right get, you get you go first you Me? Get yeah your oh. love and your other
1: okay so my love truly was i mean just cans
0: oh forget about it really i was gonna fucking say cans well
1: we can both say like how much we loved it okay. because we did we know that we did we were we talked to everybody like all of our uber drivers our tour guides it's a beautiful place uh, it's very special, not only having the Great Barrier Reef, which everyone knows about, but also, like, the, the Dane Tree. So there's a lot of natural wonders there. The town is pretty funny and quirky uh, and touristy, but, yeah, it just had good vibes.
0: Okay, okay. Since you stole my love, I'll come up with something. And your learn?
1: My learn is that, again, I think embracing those long tour days. And it's not always going to be that way. Uh, I think we've talked about this. Australia, obviously, is it's um, as big as the United States, and we're trying to cram in as much as we can. So there's going to be those days that are super long, and you start to get very tired, and you want to just get the F out of the tour bus, but just let it be and absorb and know that tomorrow is another day and it's a unique experience that you'll probably never have again. Okay. All right. Now that I stole your love, what's your new I, love? I,
0: I mean, I, I, you put me in the spot. So I'm going to go again with, with Cairns. They have the great barrier reef and there's all this tourism and that's what they're dependent upon. Mm-hmm. We understand that. North of that, you have the frame forest, which we already know is we talked about at length inland. Is like a bread basket because there's like a huge plateau that that rises above the ocean mm-hmm. so they have all the like cattle farming and they have produce
1: sugar
0: yeah they have sugar mm-hmm. so so like there's it's like a, just a it's ideal very bountiful it's bountiful it's mm-hmm. an ideal place it's sort of like living in california almost somehow yeah. some way so the love really was can't. it was the only place we collectively have actually said i would come back here mm-hmm. meaning This is, I would consider this as a longer term place to visit. Okay. Learn. Quickly again, to learn here. My mother had been in Australia in the nineties and I talked about the dive trip, like going out and being on this pontoon thing. There was all these different activities you could do. And there was probably 200 people on this pontoon Mm -hmm. all said and done. And Becky, my mom said, oh yeah, Mark, don't be shocked. That was happening in the nineties. It's an incredible and how place to go.
1: Organized it is. It's and just so like or- checks and balances and like.
0: They don't leave anybody out there.
1: Sign your name, and you came in, and head counts and all of that. Two head counts
0: per day, or yeah. two per trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it, that's that's okay. I, I just I didn't realize none of the diving trips trips we have ever taken had ever been like that organized and that. Like no, most half of secure. them. I, th- I
1: thought I was gonna die. And yeah. this one, I was like, I can't die because i can literally like shoot right up to the surface and i'm totally
0: fine it was the first time since we've been traveling that i felt anybody was litigious about anything (laughs) was on the great Barrier reef (laughs) time so there you go that's my other
1: all right that does it for us this episode we will be back soon live again from wanda and uh yeah wanda be rolling onto her next location and we'll catch you up on that soon Okay. Bye. Bye.